on? It's your boy Jay Rana. Welcome to another episode of the Jay Rana Show. Thank you for joining us. It's going to be a good one. Today, I had the pleasure of having the one, the only DJ Magic Mike. Mike, what's going on, bro? Good, brother. Good to be here. Glad to have you here, man. Listen, I know you're a busy man. <laughs> Thank you for answering my calendar invites, my phone calls, my text messages. I've been hounding him for weeks, dude. I want, I want to have Magic Mike on my show. My producer asked me, right, Mike? He's like, Jay, for one of your first shows and your episodes, who's going to be your Pamela Anderson? <laughs> like, who's going to be that person? I had no one in my mind except for you. Okay. I'm like, listen, the only one of the main reasons why I even got in the wedding industry as far as the DJ mm-hmm. was because I want to be like Magic Mike. I should have bought my blonde wig. Baby. You should have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got the costume somewhere, bro. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you're with that doll somewhere. <laughs> nah, but like your original CD, remember the CD that you came out with? The original one that I saw, you had the, the I, I believe it was a Knicks hat. It was a magic hat. It was a magic hat. That's it. That's it. The Orlando magic hat. Yo, I still use that. It's it's yeah. it's at home. Mm-hmm. I've been using it all throughout my career. It's my second CD. Yeah. The yeah. first one was Bollywood Macabla. Yeah. Bollywood Macabla. Do you still rock those songs at your events, or do you have your own like a new versions of it? Yeah, like newer versions. There's the the '96. It was a nine. It was two thousand. I can't. You know, it's hard to track the date on the other one. Yeah. Because those were like early nineties. Yeah. But then I did one Club Spice, which was later. I remember Club Spice. Yeah. So which was a double. So those songs on that CD. Yeah. I still use today. Like I mean, all the time. Nice. Like, uh, they're and, like, and they're like, still bangers, right? Oh, this. T- t- oh my God! Like you know, I mean, they crushed the floor, and there's no better mixes out for those songs. Yeah. Like, Delegue and um, especially um, Doli Daro Dol Baje. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the one remix. It's a remix, but you can do Garba on it. Okay. But it's like club style because, okay. you know, I use like the... Uh, That's what's up. I use the, uh, what would you call it? Calypso Latin beats on it. Okay, so, okay, nice. Yeah. And that was like far ahead of that time, right? When you tried to remix all these things? Like with yeah, the Calypso yeah. reggae beats? Yeah, I mean, it was different, you know, even those original CDs were just, I was the first one doing mixing Indian with Western, like, yeah. you know, bringing the American song with the Indian song. I mean, if you go back to um, the, the CD, the uh, Bombay Rebel was the name of it. Actually. I remember Bombay Rebel, yeah. yeah, that's the one. So like that CD, you know, even like, you know, like some DJs got in trouble with like Sony and things like that. Uh, uh, for use for sam- because they were sampling American songs and mixing yeah. them with the, I didn't get in trouble. I actually got round of applause. You got a round of applause because is I it was- because you were the first guys to do it or no? They but because it? my CD got pirated. I mean, from what I was tracking, about forty locations. Okay. On Earth, so even like you know in Pakistan and and it was in I sent five thousand copies to South Africa. Oh wow. So, you know, they were hearing stuff like Fuji, you know, I was using Fuji's and the other, they were hearing this music in places that it would never get to because of my CD. That's what's up, man. You know? You did so, the groundwork for a lot of these guys right yeah, now, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, t- I didn't even think of it like that when I was doing it, you know? You just, just did like, it for the love of the music. I did the music love. I was love. a huge, growing up, music was all around my house. Yeah? You know, like... Uh, Where'd you grow up? In Queens. Oh, Hard, right? Hard knock. You don't grow up to be Magic Mike growing up in New Jersey. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You got to love Jersey, though. I was born and raised in Jersey, yeah, right? Jersey myself. came in later, bro. Jersey came, came in, in later. 
Listen, I can, I can safely say you know that why you, you did. can't because you can't take the subway to Manhattan and go shopping in the village for records. Absolutely, that's the bottom not. line. I, I would spend can, days, yeah, entire days shopping for records, and I'd go like ten stores. You know, St. Mark's, uh, Bleecker, I, so many record stores. I would every Thursday, like religiously at midnight, I was at Tower Records because all the new releases and imports would come out. Oh, nice. You know, so um, I did that for decades. You know, I literally yeah. have. 15,000 records and 15,000 CDs in my house still, you know. Still, until this day, you still have all the still records. I have them all. You Even all, all the music inventory. is on my laptop now. Yeah, yeah. You know. Have you given tours, like, to other no, people no, no, for no, your no. records my and stuff? Shit, my shit you should. Why place. not? Why not? Like, I would love to pay mm-hmm. to take a tour of the Magic Mike house. It's, it's a, I have, actually, I do have some kind of libraries here, but it's a mess. It's like, you know, it's a basement, and it's in some, half the stuff is in the attic, and God knows. Think about that. I think that's another avenue for you, man. Yeah. You know, like, but I have, like, you know, I can have, CD. the CDs are uh, all in these cases, but the records are like, you know, they're like, yeah. and some of them are spread out nice. Like, you can find some bangers in there, I'm sure. Do you still go through those records looking for samples? Every so often... I mean, it's a pain in the neck to transfer them. I can find almost, if I search hard enough, I can find almost almost anything online. There's yeah. a few things that you can't. Um, but eventually, you know, I, I did transfer. I transferred a lot of it initially. Okay. You know, um, and I used to have a huge team of DJs. Yeah. So back then, I used to literally, I used to go to, this was before you could even make CDs at home. Yeah. So like when I was doing recording for the CD, you know, releasing CDs and stuff. Yeah. So when I go to the studio, one of the things I did on the side, I take all the bangers, put them all on one CD, make like six copies, and yeah. that's when I was paying like twenty five dollars a copy to make a copy of a CD. Yeah, I remember those days. But then I could give it out to all my DJs. Yeah. So they all had like this. We had like, you know, Magic uh, was Magic Sound, Magic Mike DJs. We had uh, there was like twelve CDs that gotcha. all my guys had. With, and that was only for your team. This was my team. And nobody else. Nobody else. Just so they had these specific mixes. Were you afraid of those those particular songs, those particular songs and the album being leaked into the competition? No, no, I mean this was stuff yeah, well this is stuff that I you know, I had a lot of exclusive remixes, you know, a lot of DJ mixes yeah. that, you know, they, they couldn't you couldn't get or you couldn't find. Yeah. You know. Probably a lot of that's out there now. Gotcha, gotcha. You know? So that was only for your team as well, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's That's a couple it. of yeah. there's a couple of guys who have swiped my stuff. Over. I'm sure there's a lot more than a couple of guys that yeah. stole your yeah. bro. Yeah. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. wants to be like Magic Mike, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the impact you made on this industry is huge. I mean, you have to understand that, right? I do, but I like to be humble about it. Hum- you know, I was just talking to Neil about that mm-hmm. just a few minutes ago. Being humble is a great characteristic mm-hmm. to have. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's 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 part of who you are, but but you also need to know that. You are who you are. Yeah, you know, that no, I totally understand that. And I know, listen, I know what I can do. Yeah. I mean, I still know I, listen, I do this every week. There you know, you I'm go. at events. I know what the reaction with the music. Yeah. And how I still like, literally, I crush weddings, destroy them, all ages, even Sweet 16s. It doesn't matter the event. Yo, I stopped doing Sweet 16 years ago. You know why? Why? Because the birthday girls mm-hmm. and their friends they weren't looking like 16 year olds at that point <laughs> yeah it was a problem i used to talk to a lot of my colleagues about the same exact thing like why are they dressed like that you know this mm-hmm. is, what, what the f- is going on you know i personally felt uncomfortable being there because you know as a host mm-hmm. right as the dj you're behind the booth mm-hmm. i get it but as a host i'm on the floor mm-hmm. i don't want to be dancing with them 
I don't want their parents and their uncles and aunties looking at me dancing with their with with the guests, you know, because they're dressed well, a certain way. You're being like an interactive dancer where you're showing people some moves. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, listen, I'm not going around, and I'm like I'm from a different era. Yeah, rarely. I, you know, all this, like nowadays guys are like, you know, meeting girls at party, you know, I, I, I met, uh, I met my wife, my ex-wife at, uh, at a, at her brother's wedding. At her brother's <laughs> wedding, you know, you know, that's a rule that I But then she approached had. me. She approached me, well, why wouldn't she? You're yeah. about to yeah. bike, bro. Yeah, but you know, so like I'm saying, I'm not the type that really, I would never really, because you know, because you're, it's a professional thing. It's a professional and thing. And in the Indian community, you know, people... Talk, talk real fast. You, know, you, you don't want to mess up your business, you know, to talk to go and talk to a girl or something. You know what I say to all my employees mm-hmm. uh, and like all my um, my mm-hmm. DJs and my MCs: always look available, mm-hmm. but never be available. Good way to put it. <laughs> you know, always look the part. Look the part. You know, eye contact goes a long way. A smile, dance <laughs> a little bit, but I don't want to see any numbers going out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see none of that shit because mm-hmm. because that's going to come right back to me. Yeah. And bad news travels faster than good news. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I can give you stories about my guys. <laughs> I like stories. Give me a story. Give oh me a story. Oh, my God. Some of the things that happened in my van back in the in day. In your van. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got your van clean, bro. I hope you got that van clean, man. Oh, but, God. yeah, there's stories. I mean, um, I was, like, being in this budding industry, being being in, being who you are, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that comes with a set of responsibilities as well, right? As the leader in the community, I yeah. mean, you have so many people that look up to you and they want to be like you and do what you do, right? And what do you, how do you feel about that? Like them trying to be like you? Do you feel like you can, but take it as a guidance, but do your own thing? Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, I mean, I'll be in the certain things that I do that nobody can copy, you know, yeah. it's just the way I, you know, present my MC, whatever, and my, my knowledge of music, yeah. especially, you know, when you bring the mixture of classics to the new stuff and bringing the two together and, yeah. and then also just my knowledge of like foreign music from all my foreign events, you yeah. know, Latin and things like that. And I'm sure your brain is filled with a lot of knowledge, my, man. Uh, it's just, it's overflow. And I'm, and I'm constantly, you know, I never stop learning and picking up, you know, I'm constantly, you know, I go to clubs and I'm like tagging songs or oh, this mix is different than when I play, or I like this, you know, this might work in this situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm listening to the radio on the way home, and I'm tagging, you know. So you're plugged in. I'm always plugged in. I mean, you got to be, right? You got to be. You can, you, can, you can be the greatest. Doesn't mean you can never stop improving, yeah. and, you know, and adjusting and becoming better, and nobody is that, that great, you know? Have you yeah. ever, like, obviously you constantly reinvent yourself, right? You reinvent yourself, mm. your your style of mixing, mm. right? Um, the way you MC, the way you crush your events. Yeah. Is it always going to be the same, like same experience, or is yeah, it like co- certain things you do at one event, not at another? And then yeah, you always picking up new stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, no problem. You know, there's things I do, I let other guys pick it up. I tell them, oh, go do it this way. You know, hundred percent. You know, and um, if somebody picks it up from me, that's fine. You know, like it's not like a. You know, you know, it's like funny. A, like one of the things I used to do, uh, you know, just because it was easy. Yeah. So yeah, everybody has the big trusses. Yeah. So I just put I had short trusses, three foot, and I put them on the table, so I didn't have to big carry these big crazy eight foot trusses. Yeah. 
and it just looked great. I thought it was an awesome look. And then DJs would call me, hey, is it okay if I copy that? And I was like, dude. Do whatever you want. I mean, it's I have a no country, problems. Right? Do what you want. They're like three guys called me about that, and I was like, "Listen, do it." In fact, it's that's a lot of respect, right? I mean, come yeah. on, you got to appreciate that. Like I would appreciate it. No, I was happy they asked, but you know, I said, "Listen, this isn't. This is. There's nobody has any like exclusivity on like you know equipment that's out there that yeah. you can you know like." <laughs> was fact, this? I, I'm sure this this was a while ago. Like it was. It, it was yeah, an like recent. you know. Yeah, this was probably like I don't know, eight years, ten. That's years still ago. recent, bro. Yeah. That's still pretty recent. Yeah. Like they called you because you had mm. the smaller trusses mm. up on the tables, and they yeah. wanted to ask you for your permission if they could also do the same thing. Yeah, that's just one sample. Example. Yeah, that's a yeah. great example. I mean, there's a lot of guys like I'm an MC as well, right? Mm. So I jump on the mic and I'm on the floor and I have my mm. skits. Mm. I have my first dance skit. I have my cake cutting skit. Mm -hmm. I have my own intros, all that good stuff, and it's mine. Yeah, right. I I coined it. I have my own personality to it. Yeah, and I see a lot of my uh, colleagues. My MCs, even my own dudes, like I tell them, you can use my stuff all the time, mm -hmm. but you can't like use it word to word because because yeah. that's my personality that gives them the kick. There you go, make it your own, mm -hmm. right? And and they try, which is good, right? I I feel like I'm I'm flattered, first and foremost. Thank thank you for using it, right? But also grow with it, you know, make it better. Like you always want to be better than the next mm -hmm. guy. Like I'm trying to be better tomorrow than I am today. Yeah, exactly, always. Always you want to improve. continue to be growing and growing. Like in this wedding industry itself, we're mm -hmm. constantly growing. I always say it's a multi-billion dollar industry. I just want to make a dent in it. You know, yeah. and, and that's why we're doing the podcast as well. Because I feel yeah, like there's exactly. a need I'm, for it. Uh, I'm happy to see that so many guys are doing well with it. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, you know, I hold no jealousy with other guys doing it. You know, things like that. I'm happy, happy to see that it's a flourishing and everybody, all these guys are doing well. And yeah. it's... It's gone. It's gone. You know, because of virus, it's gone all over the world. You know, like uh, it, yeah, it's mm -hmm. the South Asian wedding industry. It's yeah. it's worldwide, mm -hmm. right? There's Indian weddings mm -hmm. in every part of this world. Yeah, right. And to be part of it, I mean, I feel like it's a privilege. You know, you know, like and but with that privilege, you also are responsible mm -hmm. as well because you have expectations at this point, right? You can't just come in and do like the bare minimum. No, like, like you're not doing anyone justice at this point. Like, you're not doing yourself any justice at that point either. I mean, you want to give it your all. You, like, what do you have to, like, what are you offering this industry to make it that much better? You know, uh, with the podcast, it's more about educating, right? I'm all about being raw with it, not filtered. Just have a couple of conversations with my vendor friends, you know, just chopping it up a little bit and talking about the ins and outs, the, the dopest music, the, the fashion, right? Also stories. We all got stories for days. We don't, that brides and grooms and all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, I could write. You could write a novel. <laughs> I could write every sad time. <laughs> Maybe that should be a new venture, yeah. man. Write a book about it. I literally have a million stories, you know, going back yeah. decades. I mean, I mean, I was telling, you know, I just, some of the things I did when I was, um, so, okay, well, there's so many things to talk about, but okay, so when I was like 21, I worked for this American company. Yeah, I mean, I was doing the Indian thing on the side yeah. of the camp, but the Indian thing was only like five, 10 parties a year. Yeah. You know, so it was just blossoming. Um, you know, maybe, because I, I started when I was like 16, but then around maybe, oh, wow. uh, yeah, maybe, uh, but when I was like, yeah, maybe eight, 19, 20, 21. There's this one company I worked for called Heatwave in out of Queens. Okay. But this guy was a subcontractor to the biggest companies in New York. Wow. Like I mean Shazam, Showstoppers, uh, 
EJM, Heart to Heart, just down the line. Peter Duchin Orchestra is like, you know, I'm talking about the elite. Yeah. That one Entertainment companies in New York City that 1%. used to subcontract him for DJs. Yeah. So through them, I was doing like, at the age of 21, I did the Playboy Magazine's anniversary party. Let me give you a round of applause. Win windows on the wall. <laughs> you know, I would do like, you know, like Lancome Cosmetics. Yeah. You know, they would have like a brand new product that came out. Fun. You know, like, there's like 900 people, 700 models. You know? <laughs> I like that ratio. Yeah. And one magic mic. <laughs> one, you know, it, Six MCs. <laughs> so okay, okay. I'm the only one who didn't get a number because I was DJing nonstop. Because you're working, right? I'm working. There you go. Always look available, but never I be did, available. Uh, very familiar. I did the grand opening of the IBM building in Atlanta. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that was like, uh, you know, go there. I didn't even know what I was going there for. You know, I found out when I got there, I'm like, wow, this is the top floor of the brand new building, yeah. you know, CEO of Pepsi, I mean, Coke. CEO Coke, Delta, uh, you know, uh, Ted Turner was there. You know, wow. You know, this is, this is like black tie affair. It was all big time. for Huge. And plus you were at such a young age at that point, yeah. being exposed to all these like multimillionaires, all mm -hmm. these high-end corporate gigs mm -hmm. that nowadays um, are still like, you know, too far well, in between. And, and, you know, and my knowledge of music is just, you know, I was already at that age. Yeah. Because I was just in, literally, I, my, my parents took me to see Saturday Night Fever when I was 11 years old. Nice. Uh, and yeah, obviously left an impression on me. Nice. Know? Clearly left an impression on <laughs> <me>. <laughs> You know? Uh, so all that. And my I brother. I that song, by the way. I drop it as much as I can, right. man. You Dude, got to. I drop it all the time. People will still love yeah, it. Yeah, those classics. You mm -hmm. can't get away from the classics. You could hit all your top 40s all mm -hmm. you want. You could hit your Latin pop all you want. But in between Bad Bunny and Yeah, yeah. right, you got to drop some Saturday Night Fever yeah. and they just lose their minds. Yeah, it just, you know, it's good, especially, you know, when you, especially these weddings, there's a lot of older generation, yeah. younger generation. But you'd be shocked. Like, you know, I do some parties where, where there's no old people and I drop these tracks and the younger generation is like, Eating them like they because they grew up listening to music. Yeah, with they parents. grew up it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they're out at these events, they're like they're loving it. Nostalgic. Know? It's nostalgic. Yeah, that's all nostalgic. So it's a great. So you can drop the new stuff and then you mix in the right, you know, the old stuff. And the same thing works with the Indian and the Western. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people really they they really uh, enjoy the old stuff as much as the new stuff. You know. I feel like all the mm. all of the new stuff mm. is just a, a new form and. Mm variation and the samples yeah. of the classics that we all know and love. A lot of it, yeah. You, you got to respect the music, right? Yeah. You know, all the all the new songs, all the classic songs, they have one thing in common. They rock the floors. Yeah. And they make you feel a certain way. Yeah. You know, I'm a big believer in that. Like, when I work with my clients and I curate my playlist, mm -hmm. I talk about them, them, their personalities. I talk about what they're into, like what makes them dance, what makes them vibe and feel good. And I ask for like a small playlist, five to six songs, not that much. Mm. And I curate that over and over again, build on it, right? Yeah. We talk about vibes and I give them like a bunch of samples, start pick and choose what you guys want. Mm. And because no two parties are going to be the same, right? No two events are always going to be the same. Mm. And like, I even talked about this before too. I might have a, a set playlist, right? Do you go off it, off of, for like various requests from the floor? Or do you stick to your playlist? I mean, you see your crowd going crazy, right? right? I don't, I mean, I have stuff that I have like in my mind, okay, I'm gonna 
but you know, I really feed off the floor. I really don't high I, energy off the floor, right? I have to go, you know, and then you never know, like, oh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the if it's a mixed wedding, oh, you know, the American people are not happy, and you want to bring them back in, and you got to switch out, or you got to bring the Indian people back in. You got to keep judging on the spot, and, yeah, and feeling it out. You know, I call it fishing. I call it fishing because I'm constantly fishing and I'm constantly bringing them back in the pool. Yeah, like, it's like, like pushing, in the pond. I'm pushing buttons, like you know, and I love doing that. Like, watch, I'm gonna play this song and these people. Yeah, go, I did the same thing. Like, like, yeah. People like you know, they get off the floor. You think you're getting off the floor? Yeah, right? <laughs> give, me, give me two seconds. Boom, bam, boom, bah, and, you know? and it works every single time. Yeah. And that's the creativity behind <laughs> you. I mean, you know, as a DJ, as a mm-hmm. professional, as a creative, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what you need, right? Yeah. Like sticking to your playlist, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you have your playlist, but you got to work off the crowd, right? Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you right now, though, if I got 400 people dancing, at the BPM is like 131, mm-hmm. I'm not going to drop a slow song. No, definitely not. Some dumb no. like that, no. right? I get no, that you know, all the time, I'll and it pisses a, me off. No, but I'll take a request, and, say, I, and I'm honest with them. Yeah. I'm like, you know, maybe I get it on in 20 minutes, maybe an hour. You know, I'm just straight up about it. I don't know. Yeah. I said, or sometimes they request something that is out of them. What if they slip you a Benjamin? What do you do? Well, then... <laughs> you might make it a quicker, a quicker exception. I've had that happen countless times. Like, it's going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special request. Mm-hmm. A big round of applause for mm-hmm. so-and-so. Come on down yeah. to the dance floor. So I was helping my brother. This was like last year my brother DJed. Because my brother did it as a hobby. Like, okay. You know, What's so. your brother's name? Chetan. Chet. Chetan. Got Chet, it. Chet. Got it. Yeah. So he did it. You know, he, uh, he did it as a hobby. and then But then when he went off to college... Yeah, I was in high school. I think and I was picked a, up right after him. a sophomore, and I started. I just took over the clientele. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, uh, so he was doing like a party for his uh, mom's friend, bank party, like a Christmas party. Sure. And he was playing Billy Jean, which was like the hottest song out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy wanted to impress the girls. And he and they they wanted flash dance. They wanted maniacs. Okay. Like 83, 84, I can't remember something like that, but. Uh, and literally, the guy came over and threw my brother twenty bucks to take off Billy Jean and put on Flashdance. Did he do 20 it? Twenty bucks back then was like a hundred dollar bill today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my brother freaking scratched Billy <laughs> Jean like. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny as hell. I, I almost, I was like, I was still like. 20 bucks, you know? <laughs> That's a lot of money back then. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money now to some people, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, 20, is, 20, I mean, you take 20 for a general request, not that you play it right away. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that all the time, man. Like, even a lot like of the time, I'm very chill. I'm like, you don't have to give me money, you know? But yeah. some people, you know, they know, like, you're going to respond better if they give you the money. <laughs> there's, there's times when my DJs are rocking the floor, mm-hmm. and I'm on the dance floor, and... Um, the tips go out. Yeah. Like the tips, they're just throwing in like the money oh, yeah. in the air. Um, who collects that for you? I know what works for me, but what works for you? No, I mean, usually I have guys who are working with me. Just, yeah. you know, sometimes we'll get like the guy from the hall, just sweep it up and we'll give him some tip. For there you go. Doing there you it. go. There's, you know, there's, there's, I don't a, get, I don't get like, I get, you know, maybe 10% of my parties where that happens. I don't gotcha. get like, because it's not, I do a lot of, Mixed weddings, but I get if we even it's Punjabi, it'll be like I just had this past weekend. I had Punjabi and uh, it was kind of like American, half Jewish, something. Sure. Um, but you know they didn't throw any money, you know, because they're more American, Westernized. Yeah. I mean, they tipped at the end. Great. Nice. Know? 
do you um there was a situation i had it was a punjabi wedding right mm-hmm. and they were throwing money in the air but i didn't have a person on the floor to clean it up mm-hmm. so they don't want to dance mm-hmm. on the money so they stopped dancing oh my god and they said clean it up mm-hmm. so we got the staff to come in <laughs> with the brooms with the yeah. big industrial brooms. yeah 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 they pushed it all on the side yeah and the floor was packed i mean this should actually happen like a yeah. sea of singles yeah because some people it's disrespectful to dance on money as soon as it was clear they yeah. jumped on the floor they packed it up again yeah it was the best thing like i'm always learning from all my mm-hmm. events right do's and don'ts the best is when they Throw the money, they just put it right on the DJ table. This, is, throw, this, this is for you. <laughs> it's, you know, but then it's also nobody's dancing on it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. And there's also times when the kids pick it up. Yeah. The kids pick it up and like, this is for you, Mr. DJ Wala. Mm. There you go. Oh, yeah, I've had the kids pick it up and take it home. Yeah, take it home. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I see that. I'm like, well, that's your allowance for the next five weeks. Yeah. You know, don't bother your parents. <laughs> All that good stuff. But I'm sure there's a lot of like, um, you know, being being in the wedding industry itself, being in the events industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always say that the caliber of power that anyone has in this industry to impact it. Right to make a major dent in it. I'm not talking about small fish. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody got to eat, which mm-hmm. is which is fine. But sharks like yourself, mm-hmm. right? You make an impact on the industry. Has the industry made an impact on you? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Obviously, I mean, the impact I probably had. So, like, uh, you know, I mean, in, in the Indian community, yeah. you know, they want their kids to be doctors and lawyers. And this is exactly whatever. what I'm getting at. Exactly what I'm getting at. So, I get that thing like you made it officially okay to be a DJ, you Bro, know, like I remember <laughs> like, you know, I made it like, you know, I, it's okay. I made it okay to because you're successful a, at it. Yeah. I you mean, know, like, being an Indian parent, like you want yeah. your kids to make money. Yeah. Right. Then, at the end of the day, no matter what profession you're going to, it could be IT, yeah. engineering, doctor, as long as you're making money. So my dad used to go around like, you know, he says, I'm famous because of you. You know, I go around. <laughs> that's Magic Mike's father. That's Magic Mike's dad. He, that's you a, get that everywhere. You with know? a proud look on his face. Yeah, so he was like, pretty, pretty cool. You know? How does that make you feel like you make your dad proud? Oh, yeah. No, I loved it. You know, because, you yeah. know, he, because it's a concern you worry about, you know, like, where's this going to go? But. There's a stigma behind it, right? Yeah, there's a stigma behind it. You know, it. like like people say, oh, are you still, mm-hmm. are you still DJing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm still yeah. banging out a quarter million dollars no, a I year. I tell everybody, like, oh, you know, I get these all the time. I was like, I don't see people in 20 years sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, hey, like, and they're like, you know, dude, you, have you been DJing? This? And I was like, dude, you're seeing me DJ right now. And you just think the last 20 years, every single weekend, pretty much, that you yeah. haven't seen me, I've been working somewhere. Yeah. Just because you didn't see me, didn't they mean can't that connect the dots. They can't, you know, they can't figure that out. Like they hey. think it's a hobby. It's and like, oh yeah, whatever. Like yeah, and yeah. But they don't seem to realize. Sense. Like if you're not, you know, I'm. Just last year, you know, like what freaking I was in uh, Cartagena. I was in Nairobi. I was in Turks and Caicos. So much travel, right? This industry like, lets you travel you know, like so much, man. Three, four weddings in Mexico. You know, I was in Colorado. I was in. Arizona multiple times. I was in uh, New Mexico. You know, it just, uh, Florida, you know, it just, if you're not, just because the people, you know, you keep up with my Instagram page, you probably, <laughs> even that sometimes I post weeks later because it's just, you don't have time, you know? I told my girlfriend one time, she's like, Jay, what have you been doing all day? I was like, follow me. <laughs> she kicked my <laughs> She's like, I'm not following you. You know, she's like, I'm not following you. You better call me <laughs> yeah. and let me know what the f- 
call you up. So I'm not going to follow you. It was the funniest thing in a roll-up. Yeah. But you got to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, even with family members. I said, yeah. like, I, I would love to have time with my family members. Mm -hmm. I got my sisters in uh, Florida. I got one in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I got my family up and down the eastern seaboard, mostly in New Jersey as well, right? Mm -hmm. I don't get a chance to see them, you know? And it's sad because I'm always working on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And we always have events which I'm always missing, yes. right? Because we're always working on the weekend, of course. you know? Um, I tell anyone that's going to ask me, Jay, is this industry, like, you know, foodful? Well, that's why, I like, uh, I do take special. I love, like, you know, I, like, I did a couple of my niece's weddings nice. recently. And I do love doing those because you're, like, the whole family is there. Yeah. Uh, they were turned out. How do you feel about working your family events, though? Oh, it's okay. I mean, I don't mind because... You know, honestly, I'd probably be there constantly, like freaking judging the guy who's doing yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have done this. Should have done that. You let know, me like, just let me just take over myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I and get it's it. good because I usually bring somebody with me, so I have a little time to kind of like hang yeah. out too. You know, I make something out of it where I can yeah, hundred percent chill out. And I mean, that's so important, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you got to spend time with your family. Like, mm -hmm. we could get lost in mm -hmm. this whole industry because it's moving so fast. Oh well, yeah, it's reinventing itself on a yearly basis. I mean, pre-COVID mm -hmm. to what it is now. Mm -hmm. It's night and day, bro. I mean, yeah. the amount of events, the amount of guest count, right? Even prices. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was a time when you could do a, a party for what, like, one hundred fifty dollars a person. That's going to include your venue. That's yeah. going to include your. I know the prices. Some of the prices, your places according are four hundred dollars a person That's for ridiculous. the venue and the catering. That's crazy. Four dollars. I'm like, what are you giving me? Are yeah. these gold plated? Yeah. Plates like like why am I paying you four dollars? Mm. But the reason is COVID. You know, there's so many people getting married nowadays. There's an influx. Well, actually, of this, this year is slowed down compared because well, a lot so? of it's with the Indian. I mean, the American Western events, pretty standard. You know, can I get my share of those? Yeah. Um, I mean, you make a big dent in the non-Asian community. Oh yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah. Like, well, you know, look, I did that wedding in Turks and Caicos last year. I got five other weddings from it. Nice. I literally crushed that wedding. Nice. So. Uh, Three of them were not Indian, like okay. totally American. Okay. So, you know, it just... That's what's up. But, you know, it's, so it's hard to promote yourself in that community. But when they see you, yeah, they're like... And then you go there, you they do the... They don't see color at that point. They don't see... They, they just, don't see color. They see the vibe and energy yeah. you bring to the dance floor. Yeah, they only care about... And then my knowledge of me. Like, I did those weddings. I totally, like, you know, had the, the parents dancing, the kid, you know, the, the youngsters. Had the, you name it, everybody was on the floor. Nice, nice. You know? I'm sure you have like a ratio system you play with or just like like the ratio system, like from the 80s, the 90s, your top 40. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you feel out and then you take in input. Energy from the floor. You know, yeah. Requests. And you go to like, and nowadays, you know, like you judge also like the, whether it's a wedding or a, a birthday, you know, even like the birthdays have exploded. Yeah. Oh, know? really? I mean, I just did like 40th and 50th birthdays. You'd 40th do, birthday parties are big right now. Yeah, I just right. did, you know, they've been doing like rooftops in Manhattan like crazy like i just got some amazing 40th birthdays like you know uh, and they're paying like 300 dollars a person 100 people on the sky a rooftop and then there's a lot of, you know, then there's a lot of disposable income out there for that yeah, man yeah, jesus then, well, you know you know what it is i will say this the covid put spotlight that how precious life is and you gotta yeah. enjoy all these moments i like how you put that you know and like that, that put really that. put a highlight and that's why i think that these things have become more important and um I just did like I did a 50th birthday in uh, Cabo. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> Three days at, at, at the Waldorf Astoria. Oh, nice. I mean, and 
kick, like, you know, it's actually to a family member, friend, like, I don't want to okay. go into the details, but what an amazing, and then it, actually, well, obviously left you speechless right now. Yeah, yeah, because when I walked in the room, I was like, damn, that's my room? <laughs> it's <laughs> like that? It was phenomenal. Nice, 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 And nice. I died, the best room in the place. I was like, wow. Better than a bridal suite, I'm sure. Yeah, I was, literally. Better than a bridal suite, I'm sure. And then, uh, and, and, then um, and while I was there, actually, the girl who had, a couple of weeks before, I had a rooftop uh, party for her birthday in Manhattan. Yeah. She bought a bunch of her girlfriends at the Cabo. So in the afternoon, I ended up doing her party. And I think I saw a picture on a boat. Yeah, yeah. Was that the one? That one went viral. <laughs> I liked it a few times. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that was nice. I had all my friends call, yo, why don't you take me to this party, bro? Uh, I bet. I bet you get that a lot, though. Like, yeah. like your boys and mm -hmm. like your friends, your cousins, your mm -hmm. family members. Can I travel with you? Do you often do that or once in a while? Well, I mean, if, listen, it's, uh, if, they, if they can manage it, it's tough. They can't really do it most yeah. of the time. So if, and then I have to see if there's space you know because most yeah, of the yeah. time in the room it's me and my second person yeah or whatever you know yeah it just depends nice most of them can't make it nobody can really actually do it <laughs> it's yeah. very very rare it's nice to think about though right yeah well, like, i got something let's see i got something in columbia i have a friend who might want to come okay so, okay so we'll see about that <laughs> i get calls a few times from my boys and my cousins yeah uh my younger cousins so mm -hmm. like uh if you go anywhere out of the country yeah let me know i'll take my I'll take days off and use my PTO and all that yeah. good stuff. Well, there's a cousin of mine that would do it sometimes. Yeah, I think he yeah. came to Texas with me and stuff. I remember I used to go to Spain a lot, but I begged people to come with me. Yeah. And then nobody would come. And now everybody's dying to go there. You know? Right, right. You know? I mean, it's a change in yeah. atmosphere, right? Mm -hmm. It's a change in the timings and all that good mm -hmm. stuff. You know, like you want to do that now more often because you never had a chance before. You took mm -hmm. granted. Everybody took granted. Like everybody took for granted all the time that they didn't have. Yeah. You know, I mean, I make sure like all these places I go, I always spend extra days, you know, before or after, um, you know, going around like, you know, if I went to Chile, I went to the southern, so I did Santiago, I'd go to the nice. southern tip for four days. Nice. Really, you know, see all the glaciers and this and all the national parks and things like that. And if I went to Spain, I would go around and, you know. It's a certain lifestyle, man. Yeah. Like, like being, being you, mm. number one. And being a dominant force in the wedding industry, mm -hmm. it's a certain lifestyle that you mm -hmm. live, right? Is it a must? Is it a, is it like you have to live this lifestyle to keep up with the Joneses, or it's it's like you're privileged? Like, how do you see it? Because I know a lot of people. Oh, I mean, it's, a, it's a probably colleagues. earned privilege because I've earned earned, earned privilege. I like that. <laughs> so you know, I take I'd like to take advantage. You know, like. You know, I could be freaking dead tomorrow, man. I'm going to take advantage of what I, people are like. Why don't you save more money? I'm like, oh, listen. and do what with it? I know. <laughs> like your house is paid. Yeah. Listen, you mm. got a roof over your head. You, mm. you got a car. Mm -hmm. You got food in your belly. Mm. You got clothes on your back. What else do you need? You know, and I can spend a lot of money on like fancy dinners. I think I spent like 500 last night. <laughs> I see. I see all your Instagram posts <laughs> yeah. and all the places that you go to in the city. Yeah. But then you know, I get extra food to go. I'll take it to my. Today I'm going to take some of that food to see my son. Yeah, you know, I nice, like to nice. make sure that you know he gets. Uh, How many kids do you have? Two kids. Two kids. How do they feel about their famous DJ Magic Mike dad? Oh yeah, no, they, they, they. Do they know who you are? Yeah, they know who I am. Mm -hmm. They come to like they come like my parties, like New Year's parties, all these weddings. Do they know that their friends also know who you are? Yeah. So like my daughter is in uh, South University. It's mm -hmm. a PA school. Yeah. So they had their annual gala. 
I literally drove down to Georgia and DJed it for her. No, oh, nice. Yeah, and I, and I sent somebody else to do my rooftop party that I had in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm sure and she loved that. I'm sure she loved it. That's my dad up there. She loved it, but I crushed. Like, you know, the kids were like going crazy. You know, we they were doing all. I had them everything from the line dances to yeah. all the latest hip hop and yeah. all the latest, you know. Yeah. And these are all kids in their 20s. You yeah, know? you crushed it. I destroyed it. And she even, she, well, you know you crushed it because at the end, she came and gave me the hugest hug. Oh, that's sweet. Her and all her friends. I'm sure that tugged on your heartstrings. Yeah, of course, I'm man. Sure, I loved sure it. You know, and it been, to do it for her, it, it meant more, you know. And, my uh, biggest fan is my mom. Yeah, there you go. She follows me on Instagram. <laughs> she follows you on Instagram. She follows me on Facebook <laughs> all the time. She's like, yeah. Beta, how was that party you did? I said, Mom, it was really well. Go. It was really good. You know, it was mm. nice. Did you get more business? Mom, I got so much more business. Mm. All those great things. Mm. She's my biggest fan. Yeah. She's like, I liked your suit that you were wearing. I said, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I feel like she's a constant in my life. You know, it wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like being yes. a DJ and being like, you're going to press. So I was working at uh, Pfizer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As a tech analyst, mm-hmm. back in I was 19, 20 years old, right? Um, I quit because I wanted to DJ full time. Okay. Right. Well, I was. She must have flipped. My dad was like, "What the what? What? <laughs> You're gonna press play for a living?" I'm like, "Dad, give me two years. Give me two years. Like, give me two years. I could always get a job, mm-hmm. right? No big deal. I mean, yep. give me two years. I like what I do because I've been DJing on the weekends, mm-hmm. part time, right? I been I started to say no to events, mm-hmm. and after a while, I started um, keeping track of how much money mm-hmm. I'm losing mm-hmm. by saying no to these events, mm-hmm. and it was a substantial amount. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, you know what? If I go full time, mm-hmm. that means I have more time to market, mm-hmm. right? And more time to actually put some energy behind it and mm-hmm. increase my pricing. Of course. And I did that, bro. I never looked back. There you go. You know, from from DJing to mm. starting a nonprofit organization, mm. I use my platform to give back to the community. I work heavy with the disability of of Edison with uh, Robert Wood Johnson. I donate a lot of blankets and mm. and um, diapers. I use my platform that I created to give back to the community that Absolutely, supported me. Yeah. A you lot know? of guys did during, especially COVID. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I mean, if you don't do it for the community, then mm. what are you doing it for? Yeah, I mean, I just. Donate where I can. I mean, you, know? you have to. Like, even together, we're mm-hmm. on the board of directors for the AIWP. Right? Yeah. Um, giving back to the community. Absolutely. You know, the AIWP Association of Wedding Professionals, it's there for the vendors. It's for the vendors, yeah. by the vendors. By right? the vendors. And hopefully, you know, I'm hoping that AIWP and bring in a lot of the up-and-coming vendors, you know, like yeah. uh, give them give them knowledge and, you know, work and, together. And as that's a, what it is, right? That's the knowledge that yeah. they don't know. Because you know when somebody from our group is coming, it's going to be on point. It's going to be professional. We're not going to mess around. And 100%. we're all going to be insured and things like that. You know? 100%. 100%. When you have that support system, right, yeah. that's backed by by other professionals. Mm-hmm. And even other professionals in that association are titans in their own field, right? Like mm-hmm. they've been around for a while. Even the new guys, they're very talented individuals, right? Mm-hmm. When you come together as a force and you go into any particular venue and ask them for something, it could be anything, right? But to mainstream a few things, right? Because a lot of these non-South Asian associations, they they have power. Mm-hmm. Like the NJNYE Event Coalition, that came into fruition after COVID, right? Mm-hmm. They realized that uh, they're not getting any breaks they realized that the Congress is not really helping them. There's no bailouts for them. So, so you know what they did? They got together. Mm-hmm. They got together and they formed a union, the NJ, 
and why event coalition, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can learn. Yeah. We can learn a lot from them while working together. You know, individuals we can break, but if you take five pieces of, if you take five separate pencils, it's hard to break them. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Same concept. So that's why the association is here. I mean, mm-hmm. I urge all my fellow vendors to join as soon as you can because, like, we're better in power. We yeah. have better power in numbers. I want to say power in numbers, obviously. You know, Absolutely. and there's and and like if you want to see a change, so everybody wants to talk about change, mm-hmm. change this and change that. Sure, but you got to be there. You know, if you want to see change, what did Gandhi say? If you want to see change, be the be change. The change. Yeah. Right. So you, you can't just talk a lot of mm-hmm. and expect it to work out in your favor. You got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's exactly what we're, that's what we're all trying to do. So hopefully that, I, f- I feel like there was a long time coming, and with the right people in the right places, it's it's here. You know, same thing with this podcast. I feel like there was a need for a voice in the South Asian event industry, for to talk about the vendors, to talk about our trials and tribulations, our own stories, and eventually give knowledge and educate the client. Right. I'm a strong believer in in the end user, and the end user is going to be the client. Right. Um, taking advantage of them. I see it all the time with some uh, uh, some of these vendors pricing, offering, promising things. It just doesn't come. And I see it. And I, you, you can't say about it. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? Brides don't know because they think oh, that's yeah. the norm. You know, and that yeah. sucks. Yeah. And also, it would be good if these, a lot of these brides and stuff and uh, these uh, what is parents or brides and they're booking. It's better if they talk to us before they confirm a lot of these locations. Yeah. You know, because like the biggest thing I would tell them is like lock in the things you need from the place before you sign the paper. Yeah. Because then they are hitting you up for extra cost, you know, extra charges after the fact. So like you're going to need, oh, extra electrics, electricity for this vendor. That spider box is going to cost you the extra $250. Yeah. And you know, some places in Manhattan, there are places that charge 800 for it. No, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. And that's going back, you know, that might be a recent, you know, they, they'll get, they could pop five to 800, you know, or let me know, I'll go give the slip the guy a hundred and I'll throw the box down. Yeah, you yeah, know, right? <laughs> you know get things the major like, D charge. Yeah. And just all these things to make sure all this stuff is included. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Is there coffee and drinks for your fan, for the parent, for the, all the guests, you know, whatever that they could charge you extra for anything. So even mm-hmm. especially all these destination weddings. Yeah. You know, they go to these places, they book these places, they have no concept that then, you know, that you're going to bring in all this entertainment. You're going to have to rent all this equipment. Yep, that's that cost is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I can go buy the equipment and fly it there for yeah. cheaper. Yeah, and that lighting package, mm-hmm. that lighting package is what, 10K minimum yeah. for what? Like 24 LEDs yeah, yeah. and two heads? Get out of here, bro. Yeah. That you makes know. no sense to me. Plus, obviously, you want to have your garba outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got your wall washers. You got your four heads in all four corners. 15, 17K just for that. Yep. It's, it's just... And oh, they, and the best part, it's untimed, right? Yeah. So if it oh, it's ends time. at yeah, 10 it goes o'clock, over, yeah. 10 o'clock. It goes an extra hour. It's like ridiculous. They charge like so much more. It's good to have uh, people on the ground, right? Yeah. I work with an event planner. Her name is Tammy. And I'm good friends with her, right? And mm-hmm. she originated from the Mexico area, right? Mm-hmm. She's now in the Philly area. But her and her husband, they're from there. And I met her at this particular wedding I was doing. And she filled me in on a lot of things that, she, that as a planner, that 
clients don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Some things that as DJs we don't even know. Yeah. You know, as a planner, you know all these things because of the repetition over and over again, mm-hmm. right? You gotta hire a planner. I tell all my brides, right? Listen, you're coming to me as a DJ, fine. Mm-hmm. But if you wanna, I wear a lot of hats, right? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the, you know, it depends on how large the event is and how detailed it's being done you know yeah. i've had some people pass out you know they've had good family help and they've run it and you know then they run the schedule and i'll help them put the schedule together just so, so you wear the hat as well as the coordinator of and course, the planner. because some people don't want to spend the money on the planner you know because you already know what the f- you're doing right yeah and yeah. then i'll just say okay do this this and this but then when i say like oh you need all this you know when there's so many things moving parts then you got to bring in a planner. Yeah. It's a big production. Yeah. I strongly recommend it. It's all logistics, man. It's, it's all, all logistics. Yeah. Overlapping. Of yeah, a if lot it's of something simple, you know, you could probably get away with it, you know, but yeah. when it's a proper, like big event, multiple day, you know, uh, uh, you know, photo video sessions, you want to make sure all the family members are on top, you know, the, the, the bridal makeup lady is in this spot at this time. And the Mendy person at this, yep, yep. all this stuff, you know, um, then I definitely recommend. I always say hire professionals. So if you're yeah. going to have a birthday party, if you're yeah. going to do a graduation or an anniversary, mm-hmm. you know what? Stay within your budget, right? Mm-hmm. Try to do whatever you can. Because if you mess up, you could do another one the following year. Mm-hmm. Not with weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to no. be spending weddings a lot of money. Yeah. Mike, thank you for being on my show. Okay. I appreciate it. Uh, do you want to put in your tags real quick? So Magic Mike DJS at Magic Mike DJs and then... Uh, I mean, I have Magic Mike DJs International on Facebook, but most of my posting is on Mike Marfathia, my ma- my regular name. Very cool. Um, but I do put stuff on the Magic Mike DJs. It's it's just hard though, you know. Like I don't know, you were able to put a post on Instagram, you should share on Facebook. Now it's not working. <laughs> Vice versa. You know, they say there's a lot of analytics, right? Mm-hmm. So they say that if you post something mm-hmm. on on IG, mm-hmm. it should be automatically transferred to Facebook. Yeah. But if you post the same thing on Facebook, mm-hmm. the numbers are lower. Oh, yeah. So it has to be two different content. Yeah, well, I try and do like uh, Facebook, and I'll just Facebook. I'll just instead of having a full reel, I'll just put like the, all the separate videos. Yeah, and things like that. Um, TikTok, I'm working on. <laughs> I've been I've TikTok been joined for a long time. Man. I haven't done anything. I haven't, and I have a lot of content for TikTok. I, I bet you do. I'm just waiting. Like I got a lot of. Content. You're gonna pull that trigger one day. Who's gonna pull that trigger it. one day? And then all of a sudden, we're like, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I still and um, actually remixes. I'm still making tons of remixes and nice. really. I mean, I get a lot of use out of them at parties. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like and Indian and Western and Latin and everything. You can go on. So if you go on YouTube, there's multiple pages. There's DJ Magic Mike NYC. Don't make don't make sure you don't forget the NYC. Mm-hmm. And I have a page and a lot of remixes on there and a lot of Bollywood and Latin and American stuff and. Um, uh, and then uh, lately I joined with uh, AIDC, okay, All India DJs Club. Okay. They have a lot of access to. No, nice. Um, Is that a fairly new platform? No, it's it's you know it's it's a platform for DJs out of India. Okay, know? and but the India's DJs from Dubai. There's DJs from all over the world, kind of like joining on there now. Okay. They got three million followers. So, That's but I mean, I've noticed. I thought I'd get more views. But it hasn't been much more. I've been getting like fifteen thousand views, but it happened the first couple of days. You yeah. So like I just put out remixes for like as far as Bollywood, like Adsitiri. Yeah. And um, 
quesadilla. Yeah. And like love that. I mean, I've been running those mixes at parties. You nice. Know, like, nice. And, and um, I was Akmare, which is all the DJs love. And and then American stuff, you know, like my I love like the mixes I've made, at least. I use, I just like, if I can use it at my party and people love it, yeah. then I know it's solid. You know, nice. like I have a mix nice. of Senorita. I downloaded a lot of your songs, yeah, yeah. Bryce. <laughs> I, I, I rock it all the time. <laughs> And uh, and then and then I'm actually I'm gonna put some of my retro mixes oh, from my original CDs. I so I'm gonna put those. To I'm gonna get videos made for them, so they have yeah. proper videos for them. Probably like so I have. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait because you know like, I think honestly I haven't found as good mixes like. Uh, that, um, you know, that's something to say. Like, Gina. Yeah. I still have like I still love playing like I, these other guys. They take it and they technify it, and I'm like. Yeah, but you know, the original people want to do the original moves. Yeah. You know, they want to do that. Smiles Bix just has the beats behind it, and then people, it just jam makes the original song stronger. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, if I'm doing like a nightclub, yeah, I keep like the techno fight mix, and you can use more of those. But if you're doing like a wedding or like a party where everybody, you know, you want stuff where people can relate to the original songs. Yep. People want to do the original moves, the Bollywood moves from they the movie. They can sing along to they the can music. Sing along to That's it. huge. You know, so you don't want to like, you know, destroy it. I've been to a couple of events as yeah. a guest and the DJs, uh, they were good in their own way, mm -hmm. right? They were dropping these Bollywood songs, which mm -hmm. was nice. The first verse. Mm -hmm. And as soon as um, the beat yeah. drops, yeah. It's, it's all like Skrillex. Yeah. You know, like, where's the rest of the song? It's like, you know, is that new? Yeah. yeah. Obviously it's new, but is it wanted? Yeah. That's my question. I think it's overkill. Okay. They over. I mean, it's good, and even I'll play some mixes like that. Yeah. But I won't do it. Like these guys do every mix like that. And yeah. I just can't. You know. And it's for me. It's for me, it doesn't work. It has you to know, be maybe, strategy, maybe it right? works for them. Yeah. You know. I guess maybe for the crowd there. But even like you know, I mean, I get tons of young, you know, like tons of weddings of people in their twenties and things like that. And then I told you, I get like, um, you know, I still get like high school graduations and you know, but bigger ones, obviously. I get but more. I, Higher end ones, yeah, yeah. You know, sweet sixteens and stuff. And I'm playing all these mixes, and they're loving it. You know, like in, uh, you know, I don't see no, even like I just did that wedding in. Um, where was that? Uh, you can literally go on my Instagram page, look for <laughs> Puerto Vallarta. Oh, nice. Okay. And I threw down my mix of Iqbal Gajina. Yeah. And that mix is like from God, like when the song came out. And they lost her shit. They went bananas. They, they were like they're all shit. doing the moves from the movies, and That's these are all like up. people, like you know, young people. Yeah, that was a young wedding. You see that, right? Like yeah. all the young, like all the young kids right now. I, mm. I don't want to say kids because it's all adults, but they're in their twenties, yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're all getting married. But they can relate to all the older Bollywood songs from the eighties. Yeah, and they 90s. love the new stuff and they love the old stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's good to get a nice wide variety going, and and then then they love this, you know. That and I've been doing like a lot of throwback. Uh, sets, yeah, or just entire sets of throwbacks, you know, especially at Sangeet and stuff. Okay, nice. Because the whole family joins in. Mm -hmm. I still, um, I'm in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. I have my rig. I got my monitor, and I'm just mixing because you know I want to I want to keep my skills sharp. So what I do is I do uh, side B. So instead mm -hmm. of the first verse and the first chorus, I mix the second verse mm -hmm. and the second chorus, and I I use those as my main mixes. The oh, second okay. verse of okay. every song, the third verse of every song, <laughs> pushing forward. It's a whole new storyline. Okay. Like you could relate with the beats, right? Because mm -hmm. because because you know beats. Everyone knows the first verse. Yeah. 
but well, the, the second like verse I'm, is crazy. I'm good about better. that too. Like you know, like say you're playing a song where like the later part of it is popular. Hundred percent. I try not to take the song out. Yeah. You know, even though it's a little bit longer. I mean, yeah. it's a little bit. You know, but like there's some classic hip hop songs. You know, you don't want to like take out. You know, like uh, Nelly. You know, like. Uh, must be the money, and but you yeah. want to make sure you play the part where he mentions Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. when I get a call to go DJ something, mm. for example, um, it's not because they just want a, a DJ to press play mm. and play all the new songs. They want me to 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 play songs that I like, you know, and what I vibe to. So what I try and do is, I'm always playing to the crowd. Yeah. And then I play stuff that. I think is going to work for them. Yeah. I play the crowd and I'm not going to play something I like if I think it's not going to work for them. Gotcha. That's where I might draw the line. But sometimes, yeah, you want to push stuff. You know, I want to push stuff, you know, then I'll play it and I'll get it in, you know, but then do you play it at a prime time? You know, where do you, you fit it in somewhere where you think you can. There's a science behind it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's constantly, you know, that's another thing. Like, you know, when we're set up, you know, sometimes these people like, some of these American planners, they want to throw the freaking DJ in the corner. I was like, listen. No, no, like, thank you. I was like, that's not happening. Yeah. I said, I need to be near the dance floor. I don't want any dinner tables between me and the damn dance floor. Yep. You know, we're like a live freaking band. We need yep. to freaking be eye contact with yep. the people. That's how you feel out. You know, yep. that's how you feel the vibe and you create the vibe. You know, if you're sticking something in the corner, I can't really see the reaction of the crowd. You know, I feel like that's because their expectations, yeah. the non-South Asian event mm. planners, mm. It, they feel like the priority of the DJ is not as yeah. high as it should be. Yeah, you exactly. Know? He's there to press play. Yeah. Nah, bro, we're going to kill the floor. And that's not all of them. I'm just saying there's some of yeah. them. That like no, that. I definitely mm. understand. I go down south a lot, right? Mm. The Texas area. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they're a little bit, um, I feel like they're playing catch up. Yeah. They're playing catch up. That's the word I want to use mm -hmm. very strategically. They're playing catch up with New Jersey and, and New York and the whole, mm -hmm. like, like the whole tri-state area, right? Oh, listen. DJ placement. I'm going to talk about like, okay, so like these guys in the South or Chicago, you know, they'll have the entire event. Like, you know, they'll have the uh, introductions, this, then they'll go into dinner. And I'm like, yeah, I said, you just had freaking a cocktail spread that I could probably barely move. You know, anybody can barely move after eating. Now yeah. you're going to feed them dinner. Yeah. Let people Might as get... well put them to sleep. Exactly. And then they'll have nonstop dancing after dinner for like three hours. That, that doesn't work. And I'm like, you know, let people get hungry. And not to mention, when they first come in, they do that grand introduction. The energy is so upbeat yep. and all the stuff. Everybody's excited. Yeah. You got to get that first dance set in. I don't care if it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You got to get the the flame and get the crowd. Then the crowd is excited. They're like, yeah, this party's going to be awesome. That's I'm hanging. I'm here to hang. I'm here to have a good time. Because <laughs> when you do that first dance set, everybody's out there. Like, yeah, you know, everyone's to be part of it. You know, whether they're dancing or just hanging out on the floor. They're vibing right off the jump. And then they, and then they know. Then you can easily, you know, you can bring them back after dinner. Yeah. Whereas if you wait till after dinner, and then you kind of start up slowly sometimes because this person's finished. Not even the energy is not going to be the same. And plus, people are a little lethargic after with all the food. Hundred percent, they're going to fall asleep. Yeah. So, but you know, I mean, it, it, I've rocked it both ways many yeah. times. You know, because when you travel, you go with whatever they decide to do. Of course, because you're still the hired help. Yeah, but, uh, I hate that term, by the way. I've been called that one time in Florida. I lost my fucking. <laughs> I'm like, but that's another story for another time. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you and I can talk about mm -hmm. a lot of stories 
all day, all night. Mm-hmm. Let's save that for the next episode. Yes, Sounds there will good. be more. There's a lot more to talk about. A lot more to talk about. Yeah. Mike, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I look up to you, bro. No, no. I do. I'm, I do. Thank I you have, for coming like here. I like, like I said, I like, to stay, I like to stay humble about it. Yep. We were talking about that. It's uh, very the important. O- the only time I kind of, you know, sometimes you have to put on a shield and armor because, you know, people like to talk down on you. Nuzzer. You know? And, yeah. uh, like, you know, because I get, like, young DJs, you know, clients will call them you know, looking for DJs and calling around. I say, oh, Mike, he's old. I'm like, <laughs> I'll put you to freaking in your place. Put me behind the tables. Yep. Put, put me at the same wedding you did. And now let's see who does a better job. That's what's up. That's what's We're going to edit that the proper way, too. Yeah, yeah. No, you can leave that in. I have no problem with that. I love it. I yeah, love it. Don't, I don't take, you know, I, I know what I do and I know what I bring. I see it every week. That's what's up. And I get my response direct from the clients. That's what's up. You know, I do this for one re- One of the biggest reasons I do what I do is at the end of the day, you made that day special for that client. 100%. You know, you made and then they're like, you know, they're blowing. They're like, that's such... And I still pay people coming up to me now from like 20, 30 years ago. You know, like, oh my God, our wedding was the best. You know, people still talking about it. You know, like That's the best feeling in the world, that's right? That's the best feeling in the Amazing. world. Amazing. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. thank you for joining yeah. us. I appreciate it. This is uh, another episode at the Jay Rana Show. Mm-hmm. I'm your boy, Jay Rana. We've got DJ Magic Mike. I'll see you on the next one. We're going to post up on other platforms. Comment, like, do what you want to do, but follow us. It'll be an interesting journey. Peace.